Amen. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. God bless you on this morning. God bless everyone. This is Pastor Derek Fletcher with Justin and Matthew Church. And we're going to turn on some music and come back to you. God bless you everyone and welcome 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 Amen. God bless everyone on today. We have an exciting lesson on this morning. This is Pastor Derek Fletcher with Derek Fletcher and Yanni Fletcher. And so we want to say God bless everyone on this morning. And our lesson on today, let's go ahead. Open that up. Let's take a look at our topic, Philippians, I believe. Is it? Okay. Our topic for today is, and this is lesson two in the series, Jesus is worth imitating. So Jesus is worth imitating what what do you think that means to you derek um and unmute your mic please so we can hear you okay i can't hear you unmute okay there we go thank you can you see the screen where it says lesson two jesus is worth uh Imitating, can you see that on the screen? Yes. Okay. So what does that mean for you, Jesus' word, imitating? Um, I think it's supposed to mean like following his footsteps. Okay. Okay. Like good. imitate what he does, try to okay. be the example like him. Okay. All right. Okay, Yanni, what do you think? Jesus is uh, worth imitating. What do you think about that? Jesus is worth a lot. It's worth a lot. Okay. Okay. All right. So, Derek, um, I'm going to have you pray this morning to open us up. <clears throat> Father God, we want to thank you on today for giving us grace to you for keeping everyone healthy and holy on this very day. Father God, thank you for 
getting us through January of 2022. We just want us to thank you, Lord, for keeping us strong and healthy throughout the month. Father God, we want to thank you on today for the people who are going to be learning about another day of the Lord and God, Jesus Christ, <clears throat> and the Messiah, Lord God, Alpha and Omega. Father God, we want to thank you on today for giving us hope. Hope that all these variants in the flu and the and pneumonia, or whatever it's called, will, will not be in our presence at this moment. Father God, in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 All right. Okay, so can you see the lesson objectives and the goals on the screen? Can everyone see that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. So today, today we want to share with you. Um, okay, let's just make sure. Okay. You see the uh, kids Christian radio on screen now? Yeah. Okay. And you see the lesson and objectives on the yeah. screen now? Okay. All right, I just wanted to make sure. Okay, so today we want to share uh, and provide an overview, understanding of the book of Philippians, and also uh, talk about uh, the life of Christ and share your desire uh, to be like Christ on today. And we want to equip the students with some tools to help them in their fight uh, to imitate Christ more completely. And so the topics we look at it will be following Christ or following Jesus, godliness. Um, this one is grumbling and complaining, right? Talking about that. Humility and self selfishness, okay? And so our memory scripture for today is in Philippians 2 verse 5 in the NIV it says in your relationships with one another have the same mindset as Jesus Christ again it says in your relationships with one another have the same mindset as Christ Jesus I think I said Jesus Christ at first but all right I'm going to read it again in your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus. Let's do that one more time. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus. Okay, um, everyone unmute your mics and let's share that together. Um, in your relationships with one another, have the same mindset have the same mindset as Christ Jesus as Christ Jesus okay good so we already okay everyone mute we already um, prayed already thank you Derek for praying and let's see here let's see. Okay, so this is like the team building some things in life. We have pet peeves. Okay, do you guys have pet peeves or certain things uh, that could annoy you? Um, okay, so I want you to think about those on today. And um, in the course of the lesson, I want you to think about working through those pet peeves as you deal with and work with other people, right? As you imitate Christ and as you represent him, those are areas that you have to work through, right? And uh, so we're gonna share some things um, that we think 
are the worst, right? And then we're going to go through and talk about something uh, that we think is the worst. And so I, I, what I want you to do is think about those pet peeves or those things that annoy you or that, that you um, are very uh, particular about. And then I want you to think about those things and then turn it over to God, right? And, and lay it at the place of the altar because certain things, God is there to help you manage. He's helped you. He's there to help you push through those things, right? And, and so that pet peeve or that annoying thing, is it really worth your peace? Is it really worth your mindset? And so as you think about those things, um, uh, think about the character of Christ and who he was and how he was able to overcome in his ministry for three years, uh, the, the chief priests and the Sanhedrin, um, they were after him and they had some nitnoid things, some pet peeve things, some annoying things that they were trying to catch Christ in. Not only that, uh, someone from the Sanhedrin always showed up or reported back to the council what he was doing. And so there was always that, that annoying presence of other people being there. And so how did Jesus work through it? How did he push through it? What did he focus in on? So he kept his mind set on the things that God had for him. And so that's what we need to do as believers. Set your mind toward the things that God has for you. It's very important. It's very critical. And so let's see. Okay, let's just kind of dig into the lesson here. And so in Philippians 2, 1 through 5, I'm going to read the first verse. Derek, you read 2 and 3, and Yanni, you read 4 and 5. So we want to be imitating or imitators of Christ, right? Christ, and he was... Uh, he walked in humility. So he walked in a, a sense and a presence, thinking of himself not above people, but he met people right in the atmosphere, in the environment where they were at, whether it was a member of the high council of the Sanhedrin, whether it was Pontius Pilate, uh, whether it was a Roman centurion, whether it was a, a beggar, a blind man, a taxpayer, uh, a prostitute, whomever, he met them and he talked with them in the space where they were at. He showed himself um, in the fashion of a human being, but yet the son of man, the son of God, and he walked in humility. And so here it says in verse one of uh, Philippians two, it says, therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, right? You're no longer your own. You're, you're longer, no longer separated. Now you are close and you're with Christ now. It says here, if any comfort from his love, if any common sharing in the spirit, if, ender, if any tenderness and compassion. All right, Derek. Read verses two. Therefore, if you have any encounter encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any common sharing in the spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, and make my joy complete by being like mind, by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in the spirit and of the and of one mind. Okay, read three also. 
do nothing out of selfish ambition, 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 or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above their yourselves. Okay, Yanni. And um, Derek, when you unmute your mic, uh, keep your tablet still when you're talking, okay? Keep it still. Don't move it around, okay? Okay. Yanni? Okay, thank you, Derek. Yanni, you are on mute. Oh, I'm on mute. Um, I can hear you now. Okay, I can't hear you now. Are you reading? I wasn't talking. Okay, okay, so read from four to five, please. Okay, not looking to your own interest, but each of you to the interest of the others. In your relationship with one another, have the same mindset as Jesus Christ. Christ okay. Okay, of Christ. He's have the mind same. This says have kind of like the same. It says have the same mindset. Okay, so this passage is uh, full of instruction. And so let's make sense of it and go back and kind of dissect it, break it down. Okay, so Derek, uh, go ahead and read, read those uh, scriptures again. Therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any common sharing in the spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then, be, then making my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in the spirit and of one mind. Okay, so question number one, Iyani. This is what does Paul ask of the Ephesians in those two verses? What is he asking them for? Paul asked my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and one of Okay, so he says, have the same love and the one spirit of one mind. Okay, so he says, make my joy complete by being like-minded. Okay. All right. So, Derek, question number two, that's, that one's for you. Okay, we can't hear you. Are you muted? What good things do they already seem to do that Paul recognizes in verse one? Hmm. Well, okay, you're moving too much. We can hear it through the mic. Well, um, they do have love. That's one thing he notices. They follow him in Christ. They follow him. Okay. So it says, therefore, I'll, I'll reread it. Therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any common sharing in the spirit, if any tenderness and compassion so he's saying and, and you mentioned that um that uh comfort from his love sharing the same spirit or sharing in the spirit and in the and and tenderness and compassion okay so encouragement comfort sharing okay all right okay yanni number three please Why do you think their like-mindedness would make a 
all joy Why do you think so? It would make joy by being like-minded. Okay. So they if okay, so it shows that they demonstrated unity or oneness that they demonstrated coming together, right, as a community. Okay, who's that moving around? Is that you, Yanni? Okay, stay stay still, son, because we can hear you. Okay, either way, you gotta still hold your gear um in one place. Okay, Yanni, uh, number four. He asked them to be one and two aspects. What are they? Well, he says that he wants to be one in the spirit of one mind. Okay. In the mind and in the spirit, be one. In the mind and in the spirit, be one. In the mind and in the spirit, be one. All right, let's see what, uh, let's review two and three. Okay, Yanni, read that one. Okay. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conflict. Conceit. Rather, Conceit rather in humility value others above yourself. Okay. All right, uh, Yanni, uh, questions one, please. What does Paul say we can do out of selfishness and vanity or vain? He says. We can value others above ourselves. Or do nothing. What does Paul say? What does Paul say? We do not out of selfishness and vanity. Do nothing out of rather than humility. Okay. Let's see what it says. I don't know. Okay. Do nothing or nothing. Okay. Uh, Derek, number two, please. And remember, when you unmute, hold your equipment still because you're like moving, you're wiggling, and we can hear it through the mic. What do you describe selfish ambition and vain conceit? <clears throat> selfish ambition, I would say, is more of um, hmm. I'd say selfish ambition is more of a um, thing where um. Describe it. Talk about it. Selfish ambition is just thinking about yourself. Okay. It's not aware of people around you. Right. Oh, it's about me. Only me, not about you. Or okay. All right. So doing what you want, what is best for you, and not thinking of others, worrying only about yourself right? That's what it means. So who does Paul say uh, we should value more? Others or ourselves, Yanni? He says that we should value others. Okay. Is it others? No doubt. Okay, Derek. So verse three, uh, okay, read question number four, please. 
what does it take to do that according to verse three? Hmm. Humility. Maybe. In humility, value others. Or value others above yourself in humility. What does it what does it take to do that according? Okay. Um humility. All right, cool. All right, let's take a look at. Okay, who read the last one? Was it Yanni? Okay, verse uh, four. I read that one, Derek. Look, not looking to your own interest, but each of you to the interest of the of others. Okay, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. Okay. Um, okay, question number one, Derek. What would you say the other some, what would you say are some of your interests? Uh, playing video games learning more about cars learning more about cars engineering engineering running money running oh running listening to uh music right techno okay yanni what are what would you say are some of your interests? Puppies. Puppies. What mm -hmm. else? Talking on the phone with your friends. Yes. Playing, playing games. Play Roblox. Roblox. Playing games. Mm -hmm. Hanging out with your friends at school doing lunch and you guys yeah. talking about girly things. And no, we don't do that. We just make each other laugh. You listen for the what? No, we make each other laugh. Oh, make each other laugh. Okay. All right. And so it's I like having play dates with my friends. Uh-huh. And seeing my family in Georgia and other states. Okay. And I like going shopping. Okay. Like going shopping All right. with mom, going shopping with you. All right, that's good. Question number two, Yanni. Okay, Yanni, question number two. Good what job. Of other interests of others. Well, Derek said he likes to listen to music. Well, okay, Derek, okay, you'll go. What are the interests of others? I'm aware that my dad likes watches. I'm aware he likes his own Aston Martin. I'm aware that he likes making jokes. Okay. And okay, that's good. That's good. You guys are good observers. All right. Um, all right. Let's see. I'll I'll look at this question. It says you don't have to answer this out loud, but I do want you to answer it. Okay. So, how often do you attend? to your own needs, how often do you attend to the needs of others? So you don't have to answer it out loud. That's one of those, ooh, ah, let me think about those, this question type of thing. 
All right. And we'll just give that time to soak in and we're going to move to the next verse. All right. Okay, I think it's your turn, Yanni, to read this. Philippians chapter 2, verse 5. Okay, you're muted. We can't hear you. Yanni. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ So it says, in the relationship with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus. Okay, so whose mindset should we share according to this verse? Derek, what? Who's my set? All right, I'm mute. Um, we should share Christ Jesus. Okay. All right. I don't, I don't think I need to uncover that one. Yeah. Okay, Yanni. How does Christ? attitude teach us how to treat other people. God God teaches us to treat others how we want to be treated. Okay. So, all right, to serve, to treat others from a servant's perspective, right? And, And so that's always a good thing, right? Not grudge it heartedly or not for repayment of favor to favor but um to serve others right it says here you can have the students read the verses and um but they probably uh come up with their with their with some great answers so so you you think about those and then apply it from the mindset of 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 christ jesus that's always the most important position and the mindset. So, okay, good. All right, Derek, number three. Name some ways in which Jesus was selfish. Okay, that's an interesting question. Name some ways. I can't name any. Okay, let's see. Let's see what this says. I, I have some ideas, but I think this is a general. Help those who were down and out, right? Right. So he, he paid attention to who? Uh, the outcasts, yeah. right? The outcasts. Those were the people that were the taxpayers, the prostitutes, the poor, uh, the the people that had um, leprosy, uh, the people that didn't, didn't have enough food to eat. So he helped others. He laid down his own life to save others, right? Right. So he was always there, always there for those folks. And, and he ministered to them. He laid hands on them. He healed them. He told them encouraging words about the the kingdom of heaven is at hand and so he he said a lot and he did a lot um from that position all right so honestly can you say you have done any of these things in the past week or month yanni Well, you know, we have we have we do have some things that are going on, like COVID and such. But, um, but that's a that's one of those let's think about it question, right? Because there there could be some some uh, yeah, allow for discussion. There could be some things that you could maybe do, right? Like form a nonprofit or something, um, 
you know, uh, encourage other kids that are going through that are in quarantine. Also, you know, you, you guys, you guys could also set up your own Zoom, right? Just let me know, set up your own Zoom and then have your friends come in and you guys, you know, talk with them. You can encourage them, you know, uh, during this season of COVID and that type of thing, right? You can do that stuff, right? So, or finding ways to help others. One of, one of the ministries that I'm working with, um, they actually have a cope ministry. And so what they're saying is, hey, this is a time when homeless kids, you know, need coats the most or going to school. It says, hey, buy a coat and donate it um, or go to like a shelter and donate them so that kids could have coats to wear, you know, or, or like a um, halfway house where parents are there and they have their children and that type of thing. So that's, that's a way to help folks that are down and out in many other ways, but we're just sharing that as an example. All right, any questions about that? It says here, our lives should be about being like Jesus, being like Jesus. And so we are uniquely made, right? God knows the number of hairs on our heads. He understands our character. He has formed us and fashioned us. And, and to be like Jesus is an awesome and great thing. The good news is that Paul doesn't just throw that command at us and leave it at that, right? While the whole of the scripture gives us tons of insight as to how we can live like Jesus, right? So here in Philippians, right, Paul gives us one thing that would go a long ways in treating other people better and not worrying about ourselves, right? As much, he says, what, think about others more than yourself or serve others or be helpful to others, right? Don't be self-serving, so to speak. And in society, society and in the world system, it tells you serve yourself and forget about others but God wants us to kind of be reversed um, with that principle. And so Philippians 2, 14 through 15. All right, so Derek, read that for us, please. Do, Do everything without grumbling or arguing. So that okay, you read that again, read that again. Do everything without grumbling or arguing. It says so, do, hold on, hold on. It says do some things without uh, grumbling or arguing. What does it say? It says do what? Everything without arguing or grumbling. There's, there's no exceptions, right? Everything that we do, we should do it without grumbling and arguing. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead to 15. So that you may become blameless and pure. Children of God without fault in a warped and cro crooked, crooked generation. Then you will shine among them like stars in the sky. Okay. All right, all right. Let's. I, I like that. Let's. I'm going to read that again. Uh, Fifteen. I'm going to read it again. It says, "So that you may become blameless and pure." Right. It says, "So do everything without arguing and grumbling, so that you may become blameless and pure, children of God without fault, in a warped and crooked society or generation." 
So the generation that's at hand uh, tells us to think of ourselves only and not others. And it not only that, but it tells you to argue and to grumble to get your agenda passed, right? But it says here, don't do that, right? And so it says, right, you, we're children of God. We're children of God. And if we're children of God, according to what the scripture says, we should operate and we should be without fault, right? We make mistakes, but there's certain things uh, be without fault in a warped and crooked generation, all right? It says, then you will shine among them. You will shine among them like stars in the sky. Wow, think about it, right? Man, my mind is blown just by that concept. It says, then you will shine. You will shine among them like stars in the sky. Wow, I don't know what to say. So what does Paul say not to do? Iyani, what does Paul say not to do? Paul says not to put yourself above others. I can't hear you, it was kind of garbled. What he says, what did Paul say? He said, do everything without grumbling or arguing. Okay, okay, good. Okay. All right, Derek, what is the intended result of not complaining and fussing all the time? You will shine like the stars in the sky. What? Say it again. You will shine like the stars in the sky. You will shine like the stars in the sky. Right. So what is the intended result of, oh, you already said it. I don't know why. Why am I repeating that? Okay. So you will shine like a star in the sky. Also, it says so that, so that you may become blameless and pure. And as a result, you shall shine like the stars in the sky. I like that. I love that. Okay, Yanni, uh, read number three, please. Do you think it's possible to be blameless and pure if we do not obey this command to stop grumbling and arguing? Okay, do you think it's possible to be blameless yes. and pure if you do not obey this command? to stop grumbling and arguing? I think you, you have to obey the command yeah. in order to be blameless, right? Because, because what arguing and griping does, right? It, it, it places blame on others, right? Well, if you take responsibility, right? If you take responsibility, then you can be blameless, right? You can be honorable in that you own whatever it is. So let's see what they're saying here. So probably not as they seem linked together in this passage. So I don't, I don't, I don't, I think that's like a, question that that's really based on your position and your stance but ultimately you can you can walk in the position of being blameless and be you know it's a command that we can follow if it wasn't god wouldn't ask us to and he wouldn't present it to us 
So number four, Derek, please read that one and answer the question. How does complaint how does complaining hurt our relationship with other people? Hmm. Hmm, that's a tough one. I guess you could say it just breaks the relationship. Um, it might create friction, it might create uh different images so just let students answer and share okay what about you yanni what do you think uh it hurts other people by complaining it does it hurts other people right like and then sometimes if people know that you're a complainer and they see you coming before you see them, what do they do? They go the other way, right? Uh, they they will avoid you, right? They'll say, hey, hey, you know what? I don't want to be around them because they complain a lot. Or, hey, you know what? I have to um, do something or I have to go. All right, so how does arguing damage those same relationships what happens right it results in and yanni said it hurt feelings and what else loss of trust right so a person that argues right it hurts feelings and then it causes the person that receives it to lose trust in the other person. Wow, this is, this is uh, okay, someone's moving and they are not muted. I can hear all their, their active activity. Okay, so though many people around us uh, complain, right? It's people that complain when things are not going their way. Uh, lots of people spend what? They spend what? Time doing what? Spend a good deal of time arguing. We are called to something different, something better, a higher standard, right? This lesson um, on today is very real for us, um, right? Do you guys agree? Yeah, I agree too. Um, this lesson is super critical. Um, and I think that the word of God should be first and foremost. And this is really an impactful uh, lesson. I think it's really speaking to me um, about our family and about our household. So, wow, my mouth is like dropping on that. Okay, so how does your life look like Christ's life? Derek, how does it look like a crisis life? What are you doing? What are some of the things that you're doing to mimic the life of Christ or to be like Christ? Praying to God. Praying to God. Okay, okay, hold on. I want you to get in a place and I want you to hold very still your arms and everything because all we can hear all we can hear is the cracking of your movement. Okay, are you in a still place now? Okay, how how does your life look like Christ's life? And repeat what you said. My, it's my move. It's uh, praying to God, receiving okay. out the word. 
Okay. All right, anything else? No. Okay. What about you, Yanni? How does your life look like? Christ. Uh, it doesn't really look like Christ except for it doesn't don't you uh you watch people and you and you learn what they like, right? Yeah. Right? And so you give almost like the perfect gift, right? Yeah. Okay, that's being like Christ. Right, you're considering others before yourself. That's a good, wouldn't you say that's a good one? Isn't yeah. that an area of your life? Right, you study other people and you learn what the perfect gift is in their life. That's, a, that's, that's being like Christ. Okay, so how does your life not represent Christ's attitudes, and priorities. What are some areas where you're challenged and you have to work through those? Okay, maybe I should go. Okay, so, so what area am I challenged in? That's tough. Mm. Well... Well, I forgot my answer. You forgot your answer. Okay, okay. <clears throat> Yanni? So, so there are areas where I'm challenged and it's tough. So I'll say that. And so I have to work every day, right? Um, in the area of sometimes of, of being angry, right? And how do you manage that, right? How do you work that out? How do you share uh, an area of disappointment, an area of failure with another individual without it being an argument or without it being an issue that, that has to be has to be shared without it being an issue of judgment, right? Um, also in the area of self-confidence, right? You, you have to work that out, right? Areas where you doubt and have fear about your ability, right? Your ability to do well, or you're worried about what others think about you right? But Jesus, he taught and he shared. He said, hey, he said, everything that I show you is because the Father. Okay. It's because the Father in heaven has shown me. He said, I do nothing of myself, but it's the Father in heaven that has shown me these things. And so that's what I do, right? And so, so sometimes we uh, get challenged in that area because we look at our own personal image. We look at what we think we should be or our fears. Well, well, God needs us to be fearless. He needs us to hear him and then follow after what it is he's telling us, whatever that image is, right? And so one of the things that I struggled with when I was in school was uh, uh, working through and learning. So I had to do a lot of studying. I had to work hard when my brothers were playing and hanging out. I was doing schoolwork because I had to, I had some fears, but I had to work through them. So in order for me to work through them, I had to deal with them. I had to attack them. I had to study, right? I had to study to push through so that I could get A's and B's, right? I had, I had to take time out and kind of focus in on 
what were my fears and I had to get over those fears, the fear of disappointing others, the fear that I would not do well, right? And, and so those things you, you have to learn and trust God and just listen to him, right? So regarding how you relate to others, are you generally selfish or selfless? Okay, Yanni. Please answer the question. Please answer the question. Are you still there? Okay. Are you st Regarding how you relate to other people, are you generally selfish or selfless? Selfless. Okay. What about you, Derek? Okay, you said selfless, but you did not meet your, your mic. So. so what would the people who know you best say? What would they say about you, Derek? Unmute your mic. Unmute your mic, we can't hear you. Huh? My screen just froze. It just froze. It just froze. Okay, come downstairs with me. Wait. And leave your device upstairs, though. Leave your device upstairs. And come downstairs with me. Nah, 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 nah. Okay, so while he's doing that, so what would people say who know you, Yanni, who know you best, would say? What would they say? I don't know. You would have to ask them. What would you think is what you think? I would think they would say the same thing that I do. Okay, that you're nice. You're an awesome friend. Okay. All right. Okay, Derek. Earlier we completed, and let's see what it says here. Earlier we completed an activity where another tough one challenge okay so okay Derek what about arguing we're gonna we're gonna skip that bullet right there or should we earlier we completed an activity where uh complaining complaining was pretty central to the entire outcome some of you enjoyed it Okay, but we didn't go through that exercise. Okay, so. All right, can you see the screen? Okay. All right, so. Uh-oh. All right, so it says here, what about, and I'll take this off so we can hear. All right, so it says, what about, what about arguing? Um, how often do you find yourself arguing with someone or trying to prove you are right? How most often? Of, most of the time. Most of the time. Okay. All right. And so, all right, what about you, Yanni? Well, I don't. Okay, we can't hear you. Yet. I complain. Right, so people argue with their parents, 
with friends, with teachers, with siblings? Yeah. Okay, so Yanni, can you hear me? Yeah. So yeah. I challenge you to spend some time examining your life. In the next week, pick a day and count every single time you complain about something, even if it's small, Yanni and Derek and students out there. <clears throat> Find joy in everything, right? And, and so uh, each time you argue with someone, right? Um, it takes away from your witness and your character in Christ. And so find and, and pick a time to start eliminating the complaints. Become a solution finder, right? Get to the root cause of whatever it is and then work out solutions so that you can be known as a problem solver instead of a contributor to the problem. All right, how does that sound? Is everybody in agreement with that? Mm -hmm. Awesome, awesome. All right, so the root of it all is that we aren't thinking about Jesus when we are in that mode. And so we're not thinking about others either, right? And so we have to get in that mode of, of consideration. And, and that's how Jesus did it. And he walked in humility upon the earth, right? So our lives should be about being like Jesus above all else. Nothing else matters other than to be like Jesus as far as your first priority um, before God and for your, before your family and before your friends. And so uh, when you have a hard time with your circumstances, and you think about complaining, remember, right? Remember the author of these words wrote them while in prison for preaching the gospel of Jesus. Paul was in prison. The one who are the one who our lives shall all be about should be always Jesus Christ. Okay, and so on that note, I'm going to pray, and uh, let's see here. Yeah, I'm going to pray. Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for your grace, your mercy, your loving kindness, and your tender mercy. Teach us to be more like Christ on today, and that arguing and, and bickering be put aside, and that we consider the other person, that we consider a solution to all considerations and positions. You are Alpha and the Omega. You have the words of first and you have the words of last. You are the one that has the cattle on a thousand hills. You are the fairest judge of all times. So we bow down, hallelujah. We walk in humility. We lay aside our the weights of our own agenda, the weights of what the world system will have and dictate toward us. We lay those aside and we thank you because we lay them aside. We are able to hear your voice and get clarity and direction. And so then we become the solution and not the problem. And so we thank you for the lesson on today as it goes forward. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you and we praise you. Amen. Amen. God bless you on today. We thank you for taking time out to come into this great, I, I felt like this was a great and excellent lesson on today. And I'm very grateful to God and grateful for you and tuning in. Be blessed on today. Bye.
Thank you. 